Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday, TGIF. It's almost time to cut loose for the weekend. Just remember, it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice, a sounding board for business leaders, helping out wherever I can as consultatively as possible. I love to share stories, I love to provide perspective, and most importantly, I love to create connection. Every single Friday... You can find me here lending what's left of my mind and my voice to a live radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors, creating connection with all of these folks. As you can probably tell, I'm looking forward to a fun-filled Halloween weekend. Uh, not sure exactly what my costume is going to be yet. I don't want to reuse the Doc Brown costume from last year, but not bad, as you can see. I'm probably going to eat a whole ton of candy. I'm going to play a whole bunch of softball. I can promise you that. I can also promise you I'm going to hang out at my special guest new spot, uh, Scarlet Resort. Room ribbon cutting to, uh, tonight uh, at three o'clock uh, this afternoon and party into the evening. Uh, Halloween parties this weekend at the Scarlet Reserve Room as well. We're going to get into talking about that in just a few minutes here. In my travels, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership ha- for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're so anxious to start the weekend that these crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often overlooked, they're forgotten, they're swept aside in favor of our fun weekend activities. Activities and our freedom from work here on Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German. So not just to play on words here, people, we are into some deeper meaning. I got my shades on. I got my dreadlocks. I got my tie dye on. It's almost time for trick or treating. Let's do this thing. So today's show is all about marketing over cigars and CBD. Most SMBs recognize the need, want, and desire to have their digital marketing strategy tight. However, when you own and operate an SMB, this is a very time-consuming task, and it behooves you to have the ideal partners to lean on for help. Our special guest and his team help SMBs define their competition, their target audience, and discover what is working for the online part of the industry, then design and update your website and your go-to-market message accordingly. They bring your brand to life, they turn your ideas into reality, and support the ongoing efforts to bring the message to market in a way that's built especially for your business. Uh, not only a trusted advisor to SMBs in the world of digital marketing, my special guest is also a retail business owner himself who leverages his experience in the digital marketing world to execute some successful campaigns for Scarlet Reserve, a CBD dispensary, as well as the new Scarlet Reserve Room, Cigar Lounge, CBD dispensary as well, and New Jersey medicinal marijuana patients are welcome. Have you guys ever heard that talk is cheap. Well, we're here on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is let's use the insight that we get on the business landscape, create more impact with it come Monday morning, even after we've partied hardy for Halloween this weekend. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The shiny new mousetrap, the new strain of CBD. One constant thing that I see out there is that products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, both business and personal, there's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first. Keep a focus on the process that's going to help you get to where you want to go. You do that, you'll have the right products at your doorstep when you need them, I promise you. Everything begins and ends with the people. So, in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, phenomenal show here for you today. Uh, we are speaking with Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve, and the new Scarlet Reserve Room. So Will grew up in Matawan, New Jersey, studied graphic design at the Catherine Gibbs School, took his experience right out to the street, started uh, working with poor billies in the nightclub industry, promoting all these clubs on MySpace, littering town with flyers, packing these rooms tight with party animals. He graduated from Rutgers after that, studied uh, digital marketing at Mason Gross campus at Rutgers, then got his master's in digital marketing as well. Intense passion here for digital marketing, as you can see, uh, taking on some clients you know, independently, decided to form WJ Media Group just about eight years ago, full service digital marketing agency in New Jersey that specializes in web development, SEO, advertising, and social media management, offering innovative and competitive solutions for businesses of all sizes. He and his team 
will help you get the exposure and traffic that you've been dreaming of. Will's the best person I could think of to chat with me here about this today. As always, we'll discuss my favorite three questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? What's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Uh, Spending some time with us real quick before we cut the ribbon on the Scarlet Reserve Room. Will, great to have you on Always Friday, brother. You do have to unmute, though. No, Study I show, just, I can't yeah, hear yeah, you. Sorry about that. I just unmuted it. But thank you for the intro. That was a fantastic intro. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm uh, Will Rivera from WJ Media Group. I also own Scarlet Reserve Dispensary and Scarlet Reserve The Room, which is a cigar and CBD shop. So thank you for the intro. Um, let's jump right in. Let's get going. And uh Let's try to get some connections and network going on. Yeah, so do so. Let's do this. You have a very, very interesting journey to speak about here. It's like, yes. not only are you your own small, medium sized business, you provide a professional service on behalf of small, medium sized business. You've taken the plunge and opened not only one but two retail location businesses, soon to be more. Yep. Give us a little bit of some color behind the journey, not just the scarlet, the other colors as well. All right, so. Like you said, in the intro, I started WJ Media Group a long time ago. I used to do a lot of marketing. I started at Poor Billy's. I got into the nightclub industry. We really started uh, when when MySpace was really starting to get popular. We used that platform to literally pack, pack clubs. Um, it was a it was a crazy tool at the time because we originally started doing it by you know, like you said, guerrilla marketing, walking the streets, hitting the pave, hitting the pavement, getting our flyers everywhere. Then, you know, MySpace comes out. Now you can sit at home, sit at your desk. You can get to thousands of people in the area that you wanted to and basically get your message across, pack a room, make some money, meet some girls, have a great time. I love the concept. I loved everything about it, right? So, you know, you started doing that. I built that up. Uh, I was working, doing my own thing for a long time. I got my clients. You know, I was sitting at my house. I was like, look, I got a ton of clients. I'm doing well. Let me do the next step. Let me get my stuff together. Let me get an office space. I came to Bell Works. I started uh, getting here. I had a, a bunch of clients that I already had. Then I, then I brought them on here. And I just, you know, once they came here, it was kind of easy because the building is beautiful. So once they came, I, the new clients that I was getting, they would come here and it, they'd be sold. So that kind of got me going. So with that being said, I was like, all right, I have my client's money coming in. I'm starting to get new clients. The only way that I could begin to try to make some more money is if I clone myself. I can't clone myself. So I had to hire people. Hire, so I hired a couple of people. You know, hiring thing was a little bit crazy at first. Got some good people. Now I got excellent team. And anytime I need anything done, they take care of it. Uh, we do, like, I, like you said in the intro, we do everything from digital marketing to web development uh, SEO ads uh, on Google, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, um, TikTok is starting to take off now. Uh, so uh, that's just the marketing aspect of it. So now that company's doing well. I started a, another chapter and I said, let me, I knew cannabis was eventually going to be legal in New Jersey. So what I kind of did was pivoted my marketing business, not only to do small, medium businesses. Now I started to get cannabis and CBD clients, right? So I kind of kept them separate just so, you know, it was more of, I want people to understand that we focus on small businesses and most cannabis businesses are kind of big when I first started. So I kind of kept them separate at first. I would just do, you know, WJ Media Group for small businesses and then cannabis companies. And then I just started to actually get a, a lot of cannabis companies that grew. And I said, you know what? It's time to get my own retail store because I'm learning everything that I'm doing for them, getting them money, creating a marketing campaign for them, making sure that their, their website was the SEO was coming through. Let me start Scarlet Reserve. Right. So we did. I opened up that started in a Cerebell. Now we started that right before the pandemic. So we got hit hard. Um, you know, it wasn't easy. It was, you know, tough sledding for the first first year. Then after the first year. You know, the marketing really started to take off. We started doing other little, you know, little testing because you, you can never be too sure what's going to work, what's not going to work. So what we basically did was we found little avenues for CBD because in the digital marketing world, CBD is 
impossible to market. You are not allowed to advertise on a lot of platforms. You got to jump through a lot of loopholes, do a lot of different things. So we kind of found our way with that. Um, with that being said, a year goes by, Scholar Reserve is doing very well. I said, let me open up another one with a little twist to the concept, which is Scholar Reserve the Room. Now, with this being said, this was a partnership with a very good friend of mine who I've known for a very long time since high school, John Marchetti. Very good guy. Um, we partnered up with this, uh, had a lot of a lot of ideas. We threw him against the wall. He was a cigar guy. I'm a CBD guy. I like cannabis. Um, you know, we, we read between the lines. We did a lot of consulting with different attorneys and, and, and found a way to create a space where we can basically have um, cigars. If you want to taste them, you can taste them. CBD, if you want to taste the CBD, you can taste the CBD in the room. Or if you have a New Jersey medical marijuana card, you can come in, you get charged a small fee, you get a, uh, you get, they, we give you a tray and a grinder. You can go there, we give you a wristband, and now you can, uh, you know, you can consume your cannabis that you got from the dispensaries in New Jersey. So that was the concept behind this whole new business that we got. The, the, the location is dead square in the middle of Red Bank. It's a perfect location. Um, today, we will be having the ribbon cutting. We have the mayor coming down. We have the, uh, the town council coming in. Should be a very nice event. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, and you know, that's where we are right now as far as, you know, getting these stores and, and my other businesses up, up and running. You're a brave man. Like, you know, first of all, you know, man of many talents and, and fingers in a bunch of different pies. You know, it's getting people's marketing and messaging straight, you know, for the digital footprint and out there in a big way is enough of a task. But to take on for like the cannabis industry, it's you're dealing with all kinds of other hoops and red tape that you got to jump over and through and all of that. So what have, what has that been like? As How have you seen that evolve, especially in the last couple of years? Is it getting a little, loo- a little more loose where you can kind of get the message out there for these folks? Well, there's kind of a bunch of different concepts and ways that you kind of have to strategize to do to get your product out there. All right. So I'll give you, you know, examples from a, a couple of different clients of mine. Um, before the pan, uh, before the pandemic happened, Facebook, Instagram, Google was a hard no, you know, no, no advertising, no CBD, none of that on our space. Um, once, once the pandemic hit, small businesses and a lot of other businesses kind of scaled down and weren't spending as much money. So, you know, what are they going to do? What is Facebook and Google, these companies going to do? They're going to now they're going to allow CBD to supplement the money that they lost from the other big businesses. So what they did was they kind of let you go in with CBD, but it wasn't CBD. You had to use everything hemp. So anything on your website, CBD, you'd be in trouble for. So, you know, there's a lot of little concepts that we would do. So we would scrape our websites, make sure that there was no CBD on there. Everything was hemp derived, hemp, 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 hemp. Um, Then we would create, you know, different landing pages just so there was nothing attached saying, hey, we're selling CBD. We are attached to a CBD store. It's all hemp. Then, you know, they let that go. Um, And then for a brief moment, uh, you know, I I would say about two months, uh, Facebook and Instagram allowed the small guy like myself and a couple of my clients to go advertise Instagram and Facebook ads. And I will tell you this, my ROI on that was insane. It was out of Mm -hmm. this world. I was probably selling three to 10 things a day. Now this is going from absolutely nothing because we didn't have no, no, uh, no campaigns going from to three to 10 things every day for two months, a nice big hit. But then Facebook and Instagram said, nope, we do not want to allow this anymore. And they cut everything. They cut your, your ad accounts out. They they completely destroyed my, my digital marketing for one of my clients. I mean, shut us down. We went from doing, you know, almost 10 things a day for two months to zero in about a month and a half. Wow. So it almost crippled my clients. Um, you know, I like I like I said, I pivoted my WJ marketing. So I, I have, you know, a an agent in the Facebook team that I would go to. And I'm like, listen, what's going on? You know, what, why can't I advertise now, but I can before. And it all comes down to budget wise. It, it literally comes down to budget. If your budget is 500 to a thousand dollars a month, that's not enough money for them. If your budget is 10,000 or above, 
They're looking for that type of money. They bump you up. You become the big guy. That's why you still see CBD and some ads running on Facebook and Instagram, but it's mostly the big guys. It's the the big companies who spend, you know, over $10,000 a month. And, you know, it's hard to compete when you're a mom and pop shop. But like I said, I found ways around it. I do SEO on my website. I do tons of content on all my social media platforms. We do a lot of um, engagement in groups for my business, for small businesses throughout, uh, you know, whether it's cannabis, CBD or regular marketing. I will hold that thought. Hold that thought. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve and co-owner with Mr. John Marchetti of the new Scarlet Reserve Room. Ribbon cutting later. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. It's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my buddy, Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve, and the new Scarlet Reserve Room, 3 o'clock this afternoon, ribbon-cutting ceremony. Mayor will be there. Anybody who's anybody will be there. Uh, Before we dive a little bit deeper into the method behind the madness here, I wanted to just sit out by my fire pit and try not to burn my dreadlocks here. Just, you know, talk a little bit about just some some thoughts I had as I'm, you know, commiserating with Will here. You know, it takes an extraordinary passion to wear multiple hats at the same time in multiple business ventures. I've definitely been there. I'm there right now myself. And I know you work six plus days a week and you keep things moving at a fairly quick pace. You go from providing professional services all day long to operating retail brick and mortar locations, you know, sometimes after hours, not an easy feat whatsoever. And in, in the midst of all of this, just like we were just talking about, you yourself have to deal with this too. You have clients making you know requests of you and you have certain pieces of the landscape that are ever changing out there that you have to comply with. You know, you've worked on trying to do some marketing campaigns for other cannabis businesses. You have a business that has the CBD component to it and New Jersey medicinal patients welcome. So you have to contend with some pieces of the cannabis landscape as well. Dude, is, is there anything else you need? Can I throw something else on your on your docket here? It's not easy, man. You know, there's a lot of sleepless nights, sleepless nights. Um, but I love the industry. Um, I love helping small businesses. That's been my passion for, I've been opening businesses since I was young. I love helping small businesses. I love seeing them go from small to big, to medium to big. I love seeing the, the you know, them going from one or two employees 
to 10 to 15 to 50. Um, you know, I've grown some companies that started, you know, in the red and now five to seven years later, they're at six, seven million dollars a year. You know, it's good. You know, it, it, it's fun. I really like doing it. I have a passion for it. Um, and the cannabis industry and CBD is 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 ready. It is ready. It's like the new it's the new alcohol. You know, we're getting out of prohibition and I'm just trying to get ahead of the curve. I absolutely understand that. So so let's dive into the method. This is the method part of the show, the scientific part, if you will. What what do you do? How do you do it? How do you go to market for it? And how do you go to market for it? Very apropos for someone in your position. But yeah, definitely give us a little bit of the method. You have some great stuff on your website that I was that I was running through talking in depth about strategy first, design, development, and support. But run, run us through your, the method behind your madness. Yeah. So basically we, you know, we want to, we will sit down with a client, a client will come in. We'll find out what they're trying to do. What's their goals. What are they trying to do? What are they trying to accomplish? Are they trying to be, uh, you know, every company that comes in, some companies are like, Hey, I want to grow mine to a fortune 500 company. Some are like, I just want to be, I just want to make enough to live off of my company. So I don't have to work for somebody. Right. You get, you get all types of businesses, some people are just okay with, hey, I'm, I'm making good money. I don't want to go, I don't want to hire 10 people. I want to, you know, I'm good with one or two people. We all make some good money. So, it, it, you know, the small business is all over the place. So you got to kind of find out what they want, right? When they we find out what they want, then we build a strategy around that. Now we say, all right, look, this is what we can do. I'll give you an example, right? We had one client um, started, uh, it was a, I don't want to get into the industry. I say the industry was, it was electrical, right? So in New Jersey, let's, let's, let's understand that in electrical, um, there's huge players in this industry, right? You have, I don't want to say their names, but they're ginormous. They do, you know, tens of millions a year. You can't compete with them on certain things, right? You can't, you can't spend, you know, $3,000 a month on a billboard and then have 30 billboards up and down the highway or the turnpike, right? If you're a small business. So you got to beat them in other, in, in other ways, right? So what I would kind of do is, all right, what do you want to do? We're going to try to attack social media or digital marketing for your business. We pick the strategy, come up with the budget, come up with the plan. All right, this is what you're going to do. We're going to come up with a social media package. This is what's going to work for you. Okay, we'll, we'll come up with some campaigns, We'll also put that together with a lot of organic stuff, right? So you can only do so much paid, right? You do a lot of paid advertising, you know, you get your clicks. I'm big on ROI, right? Um, back in the day, people used to go on Google, hey, I need an electrician in my area. You get a list of a list to, uh, 15 electricians in your area and you're like, who's good? All right, let me keep going. Right. So that kind of changed over over the last couple of years. Now, what people do is they'll go to their Facebook group in their yep. local town. Right. And they'll, let's say they're in Howell. Right. They're in Howell and they're like, hey, has anybody ever used a, a, a local electric company in this area? Let us know. I'm looking for recommendations. Right. So yep. if you're not in there all the time, you'll never get that 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 feed or that lead come in because most you know let's be honest if you're a small business you can't comb the groups and this is what my company kind of does is comb social media groups we look through thousands of groups every day just to see and capture leads for clients so not only are we have do we have the one aspect which is the 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 paid advertising going so then we put a strategy with the paid advertising then we mix that with the organic which is basically getting your message out there getting your message in groups always recommending you so with that being said we kind of use that and we play off of a little thing that what we use for is organic search but we use it in a way so that if they see your let's say they see your ad right now they go to your website, they look at it, hey, I'm not really interested, I'll come back later. So this is where the paid kicks in. Now this is where the strategy works. So now they leave your website, they leave your Instagram, now they get hit with the retargeting ads that we have set up for you. So now the sure. retargeting ads come back in front of them and they're like, oh, wow, I can get, you know, recess lighting, four of them for a hundred bucks. Wow, let me, let, me, let me find out more information, right? And that's how we kind of capture the leads for them. And, uh, you know, we just build it that way. So we, we, we just try to engage with as many people 
as possible. So when we do come out with something, it's not like, um, you know, hey, we're just trying to sell, sell, sell. That's not what you want. We want you to understand that there's a big process for somebody to come in and say, hey, I'm going to purchase from you or I'm going to use your services. So that's why you have to basically come in. You do the design, we strategy, design. Once the design is done, we develop this like I just showed you, like I just talked about. And then we implement the support. So now you got a bunch of people contacting you saying, hey, I need your I need your services. I need your product whatever it is. As a business owner, it's very hard for you to be in contact with customers on social media. And also if you have a store, if you're working from a desk, whatever it is. So we're the intermediator, we're the conduit that gets to them and say, Hey, you have another lead. They contact the person. We make sure that the lead is done well so that when they do get it, it's not like, hey, I'm just looking for, you know, a, an estimate on something that you're not really into because we are focused on ROI. I don't want to send somebody to you that's really not looking for your services. They're just fishing around. We want very good, strong leads. Um, and, and that's, you know, we always stay in contact with our clients. We say, hey, you know, what's working, what's not working. If, you know, if this strategy bumped your numbers up, let's stick with this. Let's just test this or let's just test that. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of different avenues. Every business is kind of different. So you mm-hmm. can't, one shoe does not fit all with digital marketing, right? So we kind of, you got to test, test, test. It's all about testing. One one, one strategy that you use for a, a sports agency may not be the same strategy that's going to work for a roofing company, right? So you got to sit with the client, understand their goals, mess with your, your, mess with your strategy, and then roll it out in a way that everybody's on the same page. And then of course, the ultimate thing is ROI. That's yep. what it all comes down to. Good Absolutely. ROI. We don't want you to waste money. Um, you know, that's that's the goal. No wasting money and making sure that you're not, you know, out there just fishing. Like I said, I think I told you before, somebody will spend $500 on a, a placemat at a diner and be like, hey, I think it's doing wonders for me. But you spend $500 on digital marketing you can see your ROI. You can see where they're coming from, see who's coming. I think it's just a better investment. Yeah, a lot of what you said hits home, and it's a topic. You know, some of the things that you said have been discussed with some of my other guests in the last couple of weeks and months where people are kind of crazy focused on the product side of things. And a lot of times that in your world converts to lead generation, more leads, more leads, more leads. Yeah, that's great. But what about lead engagement? Like, is this an engaged buyer? Is this going to lead to ROI or is it a name on a list that you have no connection to whatsoever? And that's that's a big, big thing that I see out there in a multitude of industries. You know, a qualified lead and engaged lead is not the same as having a, a list of crazy database of people. It just doesn't work that way. There needs to be more thought. There needs to be more creativity behind it. And that's why I like on your site, on one of your blogs, it just said creative minds inspire others. So, you know, before we take a break and get into the madness segment part of things you know talk to me a little bit we've spoken a bit about being creative with respect to certain taboo industries out there you know you it's even putting your mission up there of you know what you're doing with the cbd dispensary and really getting the best that 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 the plants has to has to offer out there talk to us real quick before we take a break about just some of the, the creative angles you need to take these days yeah you have to be super creative in this industry um so you know you a lot of organic, a lot of the process is what people want to see. Um, you know, I'll give you a quick, uh, if you're a small business and you're trying to get in this industry, which we get a lot of questions about, how can you do it, right? The first thing I would just tell you somebody's getting into CBD is just create content. Make a lot of content. Show the people what you're doing. If you're if you're rolling joints and if you're, uh, if you're growing flowers or if you're selling flowers, show them the process. People will make their own decision on the quality at the end of the day. But show the process so let them give, let them have that opportunity to say, hey, I like what he does. I like how he does it. And then, yep. you know, that'll give you a jump start. But yeah, I see there's a break, right? <laughs> There was another piece on your website, which leads nicely into this as well. It said marketing without data is like driving with your eyes closed. So totally there with you at about the process before you get to the end product. We're going to dive a little deeper into that. Uh, we're going to first take a quick break, but we will be right back with Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve and the new Scarlet Reserve Room. Stay with us. Howdy. Hey, Joseph. 
Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my friend Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve, and the new Scarlet Reserve Room. We're going to get a little bit deeper into the madness surrounding Will's life. And with the palette that he has filled on a daily basis, there's probably no shortage of madness between the uh, WJ Media Group, the, the first dispensary location for CBD, and now the, the new room with you know cigar lounge and everything. There's There's got to be a lot of madness in the average day. We were just chatting a little bit about just some of the, the the marketing creativeness that needs to go on these days. And you know, a lot of folks focused on the process, which is, you know, kind of music to my ears instead of the product. But, you know, it, when it gets to the end of the day, people are still focused on the product. Did you know, did did I get did I get leads from this marketing campaign and you know, will having the right outlook on it? Did I get ROI from this marketing campaign? But I, I, I bring up the idea that I found on Will's site once again, marketing without data is like driving with your eyes closed. So, Will, take us in through the madness. This is the artistic observational part of the show. Stories you've seen from the field. You've shared a few already. No subject to taboo. Anything goes. We don't want to compromise client confidentiality. We're not appropriate. But there's got to be plenty of madness surrounding your life these days give us some stories yeah so yeah there's a bunch of madness that goes on I, I should have mentioned that um that I also had a I was a pro- licensed hemp processor in New Jersey so a couple months ago we let that one go that was part of Scarlet the first store but uh we let that one go we started to process our own vape carts and and, and stuff like that but uh we got we got out of that one because of uh, regulations got us out of that one. So that just goes to show you where the CBD world and the cannabis world is in New Jersey will most likely go with the regulations in New Jersey. But um, yeah, so, you know, there's a ton of stuff that goes on in, you know, in the marketing industry, you know, you get clients, um, you know, I've learned very, very early. uh, I would try to ram my ideas down clients throat, like, you know, Hey, that's not what you want to do. Like, no, don't, don't do that. Like, you know, that's not going to work for you. Um, let's do this. Let's do that. And then, you know, I learned the hard way. They were like, you know what, I'm going to do it my way. It's my money. I'll let you go. And 
I was kind of cut off. So, you know, going, going over these through the years, I learned to accept, all right, I can't push everything that I know on somebody. I can only advise them and tell them, right. I can only lead them to the water. I can't make them drink it. So, you know, I say, look, this is what my, this, this is what my, my plan is. This is what my strategy is for you and your business, right? If we can do that, let's roll with it. I get a client, you know, they're like, yeah, that sounds good, right? I love what you're doing, but I'm not thinking about what you're going to do. I want to do this. I want to do print. I want to do flyers. And and then now I want to do, you know, the back of this magazine that that I'm going to spend $5,000 because it goes out. The publication is huge. And at the end of the day, only thing I say I can do is lead them there. If they want to go their way, all I'm going to do is say, that's where you want to go. All right. I'm going to help you. I'll help you with whether it's designing your flyers, getting the design done, creating the content, whatever you want. So there's, you know, it's, it's hard to try to get clients on the same, you know, same level as where you want them to be because they all, you know, they have their way of doing things. They want to do it their way. So you got to, you know, come together and incorporate good ideas and under, let them understand that you're here to help them. You're not here to hurt them. You're not here to not make them money. I'm here to try to get your business to get bigger by good leads and, and show, you know, your products to the world or your services to your town or wherever you're giving them to. So, um, you know, like as crazy stories, um, oh man, you know, I, like I, I had, you know, cannabis, I have a couple of cannabis clients that, you know, they're just like, um, we get in this industry, you get your, you know, you get your, you can't have an ad account or they'll get, you'll get taken away. Like, so if you have an ad account, um, if you post something on there, they'll wipe your ad account down. Right. So you lose all that data. So it hurts a lot of people if you're working and your, your ads Mm -hmm. are working and then all of a sudden they wipe your ad account down. Right. So we had a client, um, doing very well. We had a gated landing page where we're doing all this stuff. She was doing super well. And, um, she was like, uh, let me take it now. I'm get, I, I hired, I hired my niece. She's going to run with everything now. Right. And she was like, I think we can manage everything ourselves. We don't need you no more. I'm like, no problem. So I give her all the, you know, I give her the driver's seat. She was doing very well. I, I don't know. I, I'll say, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 K a month, she was doing well. And, um, uh, we handed over the keys and, she went from doing 10 to 20 K a month to probably about 1400 in less than I think about six to eight weeks, she bottomed out. She didn't know what she wow. was doing. She got them caught. Uh, you know, like there's, there's just a lot of restrictions and regulations when you're in this industry. So if you don't know them and you kind of think, Oh, well, I, they, I already have the ads. I can just keep these ads and then, you know, run with other things with it. The ad account doesn't allow that. So you've got these ads running and then organically you start to post stuff that doesn't go by the community guidelines and stuff like that. They wipe you away. So what they do, they wiped her ad account away. She lost everything that we created for her. Plus her niece lost all the, all, all of the content. So we had to redo everything. She came back to us and it basically was like yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> so, you know, we just had to run with it. You know what I mean? Like you get these type of clients all the time. You get clients that are like, Hey, I can do this myself. I don't, you know, I I'm, I'm good on Facebook. I know how to boost and I know how to do this. And I, and you know, I, I've come to the point where I'm like, go ahead, <laughs> you know, you try it out, you go that way, you find out you're going to pay for all the shit that I did. Um, and I already know, so I'm trying to make you avoid all the pitfalls, but if you want to right. go ahead and try it, be my guest, because there's just a lot of rules and regulation and, you know, I, I don't want to see them fail, but if they do, and then they come back, I mean, you know, like I said, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> it's a com- it's a common issue in a lot of industries with the, with the access that we have to information in the digital world. Yeah, people are would I could see the double edged sword now. It's people seeking you out for a professional service, advice, and opinion, and strategy, and whatever. And then all of a sudden, they know exactly what they want to do, and kind of refuting a bunch of the ideas. And, and it's like, well, you, you don't 
you didn't go to school and study digital marketing. You don't have your master's in digital marketing. You don't, you haven't fallen on your face for the last you know, eight years or whatever with certain things that have been changed as the ground's moving underneath you. I yes. can totally see that. Then I could see the other side where there's folks that would seek you out and completely agree with your strategy, completely agree with your thought process. Just don't necessarily have everything together in, in a mind space and a mindset in a way where they can actually take it and execute on it. How do you work with those folks? Do you, do, is there a good way to give them a kick in the ass? Like, what do you what do you do to really help them out? I mean, uh, I'm actually going through this with a couple of new clients that I got now. They're like on the, the, the brink of becoming big, but he's just he needs a little bit more push. So he's kind of nervous where he's like, I want like he wants to hire somebody, but he doesn't think. He's going to make enough to hire them and then make his little bit of money on the side. And I would just, you know, like my advice to him was shit or get off the pot, you know, like basically hire that person. They're going to take up, you're not going to have to waste your time on that no more. That person is going to focus on that for you. Now you can focus on getting that next client or that next product so that the more, so more money comes in. Right. So I would just say, you know, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Like, Hey, I don't, you know, it's my business. You know, I, I want to be able to do it my way or, or, or I don't have the money to do it that way. Um, the only way you're going to grow is if you take some responsibilities off of yourself as a business owner, you need to make sure that um, your team is strong. And when you can't do something, they can pick up the slack for you and vice versa. Um, I don't want to be a boss to my team, right? I don't want to sit here and say, you do that, you do this. I want to lead by example and say, hey, you need help? Let me show you. I did this. I, or I did this. You know what I mean? So, in, you know, in short, I would just say, make that plunge. Um, I know it'll probably be tough and scary as hell in the beginning. Like, shit, I got to feed somebody's family right now, whether it's $200 a week or $300 a week. Whether Do what you can afford. Maybe start somebody part-time say, Hey, I'm going to give you 15 hours a week. I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars of what I can afford. Let's see what you can get done. And that's where you go from there. But a hundred percent, you got to do it. If you want to grow, you cannot do it by yourself. Yeah. Delegating is really, or you pay somebody. Yeah. Delegating is really important. It's something that a lot of business owners struggle with. They want to maintain control. They want to keep hold on everything. And especially when it comes to their messaging and their, and their marketing, I could see it being a sensitive point with, with certain folks where they, they know they need the help. They want the help, but they can't necessarily bring themselves to do it in the way where they can have somebody like you really lead the way and show them what they need to do. I saw this, uh, on your site as well. And it kind of intrigued me. Business has only two functions, marketing and innovation. And I thought that was interesting. Marketing, what's your story? Get the story out there, get the message out there. Innovation, you, know, you gotta, you gotta be constantly growing and looking to differentiate yourself, especially when, you know, you talked about an electrical business mm -hmm. before it's like line up 10 different electricians. Like they're all going to tell you they provide pretty much the same service. Same the story the message, the, the, what, how they came to be like, you know, same way I, I get a story from you on how you came to be. That's where a lot of the difference is going to be. And that's a lot of the messaging that they're trying to get out there that they're really close to and they struggle with. Do you see things the same way? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, I could, like you just said, there's a bunch of electricians out there. They, let's say we all started at the same time. You'll get your electricians that they want to do it their way. And then you have electricians that are like, they're open to doing different things and marketing in different ways. So what, like I said, my concept and my strategy is the process, the process, the process. You'll get more people with the story about where you're coming from and how you're trying to get where you're going. That'll follow you or push for you and like, hey, I like this guy or I like this, uh, you know, this the way this business is doing it. I, I'm going to give them a try. You know what I mean? Just because they see you going and they see you struggling. That is gold. You know what I mean? And I yep, tell my definitely. clients that all the time. They're like, nobody wants to see me make meatballs or nobody wants to see me make sandwiches. And I'm like, no, people do want to see you make sandwiches. They want to see how you lay the, the your cold cuts or how you make the sandwich, you know, because somebody might be like, hey, that's how I do mine. Right. So Sis. Sandwich architecture is very important to me. Definitely. You know, I, mean, I, mean, I, I like my sandwiches a certain way. So if I see a sandwich, I'm like, oh, shit, I like that's a good way yeah. to make it. Love, love a good process. I, I love a good process. I know you do, too. And when it's brought to you by good people, there's nothing better. Good people like my man, 
Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve, and the new Scarlet Reserve room. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with my buddy, Will Rivera, owner of WJ Media Group, Scarlet Reserve, and the new Scarlet Reserve Room. Don't forget, if you guys like SMBs and entrepreneur-related discussion, stay with talkradio.myc for the 12 o'clock Eastern Time show, uh, The Entrepreneurial Web with Jeremiah Fox. Jeremiah's always got some awesome guests, much like my buddy Will here. Uh, but yeah, definitely tune in and listen to what Jeremiah and his guests have to say. But we're going to bring things home with my man, Will, so we can go cut the ribbon and enjoy some cigars and some cocktails later on. Uh, I saw this picture on your site as well. I couldn't help myself. Better days are coming. They are called Saturday and Sunday. And I feel like that's how everybody thinks. That's why I love doing this show where we kind of get some of these thoughts out right before the weekend starts so we can go, you know, party hardy for the weekend, especially this weekend. You know, but then really kind of revisit them Monday morning and take away some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. That's what we're here to do. So, Will, lay the message on us. What do you want to tell people out there? Give us some quick sound bites that they won't forget over the weekend so that they can take action come Monday morning. All right. So I guess the, the first thing, again, would be just creating and making sure that you have a ton of content. Get more content. Whatever you think isn't going to work, Record it anyway, because it's not up to you to judge, right? Let the people judge. Get more content. Get the process. Uh, show people that this is what you like to do. If this is your profession, if this is your, your passion, show them what you like to do. Show them how you got to where you got. Uh, I'll leave you with this. I'll probably get in a little bit of trouble for the digital marketing agencies, but if you're into digital marketing and you know, you're trying to do Facebook ads and you, you know, you're just trying to come up with some inspiration... You can just go Google Facebook libraries, right? Google that, and you will have access to every agency's ads that have ever created a Facebook ad, right? So you can go in there and you can see any ad that has been created on Facebook or Instagram. Go on there, take a look, get some inspiration, look at other the, the whoever's in your industry, look at their ads, let's say, hey, I like this ad, I don't like that ad. Just get some inspiration, go in there and say, be open-minded about it, and then take some ideas. Now, I'm giving you this little nugget because I know you may be able to try it and do it, but I know that we perfected the craft so we can do it for you. But I'm giving you the tools to let you try it. You know what I mean? So yep. with that being said, go there, 
look at it, try to get some inspiration on different ads. So you can just come up with your own thing and then say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to put a couple dollars into this, whether it's five, $10 a day, let's give it about two weeks test. I'd say about, I say about 10 days tops, do about two, three different ads, see what type of results you get. And then just go from there. You know what I mean? That's that, that would be some advice that can help you, get into this market without going crazy and a small budget. And then, you know, if that doesn't work or if it does work and you want to perfect it or you want to grow more, contact me. I'll help you. Absolutely. I, going back for a second to the idea of creating more content, that's a big one. And that's, you know, I do this show for a little over a year now, 54 episodes deep, whatever it is. And it's kind of, there's a lot of great content here speaking with awesome people like you, but it's kind of just like the show as my buddy, Sam Leibowitz, the executive producer of talkradio.myc says the hardest part of doing a show like this is doing the first one. And I would say that's the hardest part of doing a lot of things is doing it the first time. Fear of the unknown is something that kind of paralyzes people sometimes. So you get your strategy outlined with somebody like you and just start to get moving you might be pleasantly surprised, not only what happens in short order, but what you might not have thought of and angles you might not have taken with it that somebody like you and, and your team, you're building a decent team over there now, you know, that can really provide some good perspective on it. I, I find so much value in that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely surrounding yourself with the right people, getting people that are, you know, not yes, man, not just trying to let you, you, you need somebody that's going to tell you no, or that's not a good idea. You know, you can't have a bunch of people that are going to be like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you need people that are going to be like, I don't think you should do that. Or, Hey, um, you know, I don't think you should go that way. I think this, you know, this way may be better, but you know, you got to stand your own ground and understand that if this is what you want to do, then go through with your message at that at the same time, but also just be open to other people's opinion. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of, you can get a ton of information online. Like you already know. So yep. like I, I wouldn't reinvent the wheel, you know, I, I would just go out there and, and, and gather as much Intel and, 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 and people's perspective as possible. And then just try to move forward and say, Hey, you know, I got this process. I'm going to put this together this way and then see if I can, you know, get my business to the next level. It's it's amazing out there how many folks are are seeking advice and commentary from people just to hear what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear to really accomplish their goals and definitely applaud you for for holding firm in your convictions and you know what you feel is really right for the industry you've you've studied it long enough you've been in the trenches long enough with it you know folks that really need guidance in this space you need to go to somebody like Will. Not only does he do it on behalf of other small, medium-sized businesses and his business himself with the with the marketing agency, but also with brick-and-mortar retail businesses. And they've had some stellar results coming from the social media campaigns and other digital marketing campaigns. So definitely not something that you should do on your own. Seek out a professional like Will Rivera, WJ Media Group. Before I let you go here... We are going to revisit my favorite three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? Maybe some of these folks will even show up at the ribbon cutting ceremony later. But uh, your favorite TV show character, you went with Bobby Axelrod from Billions. So yes. Bobby Axelrod, hedge fund manager, accumulates a ton of money in the world of high finance while he's dodging U.S. attorney Chuck Rhodes, a battle between two powerful New York figures. By the way, I do like to join my guests in these pictures wherever I can. So uh, there's me trying to trying to pose as Chuck Rhodes. But yeah, yeah you know what? I, I'm ashamed to say I only got a couple episodes into Billions. It's one of those that I need to crazy binge watch. And yes. it's, it's even crazier. One of my cousins is one of the producers on the show. So. Oh, man, it's a a great show man it's a great show <laughs> couldn't help it i had to put you in, in one of the fans in, in, in his ferrari right there for you i kind of <laughs> kind of figured that was your style so billions is doing well for him <laughs> <laughs> so your favorite movie you went with carlito's way Puerto Rican former convict just released from prison pledges to stay away from drugs and violence despite the pressure around him and lead on to a better life outside of NYC. That's an interesting pick. I don't know if I've had that one mentioned on the show yet. <laughs> That's a very good movie. You should get, I hope a lot of people go and watch it. It's, there's a lot of, uh, 
truth behind this whole movie, a lot of things that are very true to a lot of people in this whole area and a lot, all over the world. So it's a very good movie. Uh, one of my favorites, it's, uh, Al Pacino is one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, but this is a very good movie. I'm not sure if you've, you've seen it, but I highly, highly recommend it. Early 90s. I, I think I tripped across it uh, earlier than I probably should have. But uh, but yeah, it was de- definitely a decent movie. And uh, there, I couldn't find many pictures to put your face on out there. But this next one was, was one that just looked really creepy right through the right through the door there. But <laughs> couldn't, couldn't help myself, man. But uh, your favorite instrument and the artist you'd like to hear play it. Great, great answer here. You like the sweet sounds of the piano played by John Legend. And actually, you, you look pretty decent as John Legend, I have to say. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a piano guy as well, so lo- love the sounds of, of, of John Legend. Love you know, Billy Joel, Elton John. Actually, Billy Joel, Elton John was the first concert I ever went to live. But yeah, great, 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 thing, great things here for sure. I, uh, I, I did put myself into one of these pictures as well as a <laughs> sidekick right next to the piano. <laughs> and I, I figured I'd throw you a bone here. I did let you pose in one picture with Chrissy Tiger. There so there you finally, go. I got somebody beautiful next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Although with all the uh, action going on at Scarlet Reserve Room, I kind of figured you were going to give an answer like, "Ah, oh, just DJ, DJ mixing board. That's where it's at for me. <laughs> going to have DJs galore up and down this place every, every single weekend. But you know, we're going to try. <laughs> well, I I really appreciate appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, again, Scarlet Reserve Room ribbon cutting ceremony, three o'clock p.m. later on this afternoon. May who's, who's going to be there? The mayor's going to be there. We got the mayor coming. We got the town council. Uh, we got a, a very good DJ. He's very big on the uh, the nightclub scene. He'll be there spinning for a couple hours, and then we'll just come by, man, have a drink, uh, buy some cigars, buy some CBD if you're a, a medical marijuana patient. Come by, bring, consume some cannabis, and, and chill out and uh, enjoy the fun. And, of course, Red Bank, what beats Red Bank? Red Bank downtown area is second to none. One of my favorite spots since I was a kid, wjmediagroup.com, scarletreserve.com, scarletreserveroom.com, at Scarlet Reserve Room. You can find Will, obviously, all over the Internet and social media. If you can't find him, you can text SMB Guy to number 21000. You'll get in contact with me, and I'll hook you up with Will. You can probably find me at the Scarlet Reserve Room, coincidentally. But uh, in, the, in the meantime, thank you again for joining us here today. Everybody have a very happy Halloween. Save me all of your Reese's cats and crunch bars until next friday 11 a.m eastern thank you for joining us hope you got some weekend insight to make a monday impact we will see you next time bye bye everybody ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. 
trainings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 